I'm Lisa Boldo, and we've got a super special treat for you tonight. Oh my goodness, I know that this broadcast is going to bless your socks off. So in this broadcast, it's really in particular for women tonight, but I know that men like to watch too, and you're more than welcome. As women, we all have a deep need to feel loved and cherished by our mothers. And when that doesn't happen, we feel a disconnect that can then trickle into the other relationships of our lives and cause deep wounds. So my special guest tonight is Jessica Sherry Erico. She's the author of the book, The Mother Gap, if you can see this. Oh my goodness, what an amazing book this is. It's called The Mother Gap, A Daughter's Search for Connection. And Jessica is going to share with us from her life tonight and also show us how forgiveness really does bring healing in relationships. Jessica, welcome to the Victorious Life broadcast. It's so great to have you with us. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for having me on your show. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. So, Jessica, tell us a little bit about your background and why you wrote the book, The Mother Gap. Well, Lisa, I was the only daughter and the oldest child of a very classy, wounded, alcoholic mother. And I felt a deep disconnect with her all of my life, which caused me so much pain. I wanted her mm -hmm. unconditional love. She was unable to give it. And even my displays of love to her, she couldn't receive. And so mm -hmm. the Lord brought me through probably almost 50 years of that woundedness and then showed me how I could forgive her and be free to love her just the way she was. Wow. So was that the motivation for the book? Yes. In fact, one day in Sunday school, I had been dragging my feet about writing it and I was doodling and I felt the Lord say to me, why did I ask you to write that book? And I went, oh, I'll get on it. I'll get on it. And he said, how many women are dying without forgiveness and how many women are are dreading life because they have so much regret? Wow. So I got busy. <laughs> That is so powerful. Isn't it amazing how when the Lord nudges you, it causes you to take action. So Jessica, you married your high school sweetheart right out of college and you both got saved and asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior at the same time. How old were you at this time and, and how did that happen? Well, it really happened my sophomore year when I met this shy, gentle, handsome man in algebra class. And um, we started a romance that was storybook. Um, we did break up during college, which was very sad. But don't you know, our great God brought us back from opposite sides of the country to marry. And here we were, two unbelievers married. We had church backgrounds, but we had never asked the Lord to be Lord of our lives or decided to follow him. But that happened six months after our marriage and we were attending a little church and there was a wonderful altar call, a clear presentation of the gospel. And all of a sudden, as if arms reached our shoulders and pulled us up, we both spontaneously went forward. And even now, four decades later, we marvel that God did that. That's amazing. So, okay, so Jessica, you were raised by, and I hate to put labels on anyone, but an alcoholic mother, you know, 
and your father drank a lot too, but he was a workaholic. So he wasn't home a lot. And this left your mother to care for you and your two younger brothers. How did that, how did that affect your mom? And how did that affect your relationship with her? It was really tough for my mom raising us with an absent husband. Mm. And it makes me think of our military wives who really know what it's like to parent solo. It's a tough, tough situation. Mm. And she was already emotionally needy from her background. So the pressure of being the only one to watch out for us um, really was hard on her. And she went to alcohol to mm. quell her unhappiness and her anxiety. How did that affect your relationship with her? Well, it just made her more and more distant. And what alcohol did, I like to say gin and vodka weren't her friends. No. They um, unleashed a jealousy and a bitterness in her that pushed us away. They just, it was not a help to the family. Do you feel like it caused her to put more um, pressure on you to help with taking care of your younger brothers? Definitely, definitely. And I found mm -hmm. out that, you know, she also had a lot of responsibility to, to care for her sisters when she was younger. So how old were you around this time with, you know, when you had to start taking care of your younger brothers because she was, you know, did she come to a point where she was really just incapable or just you know, and really just relied on you so much? Well, she relied on me because she started working outside the home. And that oh. was precipitated by the fact that her unhappiness reached such a level that she actually tried to commit suicide. And the four of us found her in the house unconscious. And after that, they both decided to divorce, which I never thought would happen in our family. But she went to work and so I became the one to care for the brothers and to cook meals and oh. do the laundry. And, and um, you know, we just got by that way. So, yeah, it sounds like it was really difficult. Now, you carried a lot of these wounds, um, you know, that people would call baggage into your marriage. How did that affect your marriage? Well, I'm so glad the Lord got a hold of us that first year because I had come into the marriage, obviously very needy, just like my mom had wanted approval and affirmation in her childhood. I needed it in mine. And it was only because of Jesus's love that we were able to work it out. And my husband was very kind and patient and um, he didn't know how to deal with my hurting heart, but Jesus did. And he Absolutely. caused us to start reading the Bible together. Uh, one or two chapters a night before we went to bed, it was the Living Bible. I think it just came out yeah. um, around Easter time that time because the word of God is the only sure source of hope and help. And so, Absolutely. you know, we needed him. The Lord knew how damaged I was. And um, so started the journey of forgiveness. That's really awesome. Now, so let me ask you because... Um, well, you said that your mother's childhood was very difficult, too. Do you think her problems came from her not dealing with those childhood wounds and then that carried over? Oh, Lisa, certainly. Uh, she was the oldest of four girls and um, her mother was mentally ill and her parents oh. did divorce. And so I think she was 10 when that happened and her mother uh, worked outside the home and then went to the dog races and gambled. And so I can imagine what those four girls went through, but my mom bore the brunt of it and she never dealt with it. The bitterness she accumulated in her heart 
And if we don't deal with it, it poisons our spirits. Um, that's what happened to her. Yeah, you said it. So I understand, though, that you kept a little black book of offenses in your heart. And that's that's a big one, because that's something that a lot of people struggle with is offense. And tell us about your struggle with offense. I had never had any good teaching on offense and accumulating offenses. And in the natural, when we're wounded, we often want to justify how much we hurt. And we can make a list in our heart, our mind of, okay, she did this to me. And oh, he did that to me. And the Lord doesn't want that. He has told us to forgive, to keep our hearts clean. And so I was- let me, ask you, yeah. let me ask you, do you feel, did you have anger issues at all from these wounds? Or uh, what was it more like um, where you would withdraw? You know, because people deal with things d differently with when they have emotional wounds. Right. How was it for you? What did you find yourself more? Because um, I had some of those wounds too, and I was angry. Deep, you know, but how, how were you? How, how did that affect you? With me, I just absorbed it. I just absorbed her pain. I always thought that I had a front row seat to her despair. So I felt like I had this task. I think a lot of older daughters do to carry their mother's pain. And but it was poisoning me where I felt so easily rejected or mm -hmm. abandoned and always mm -hmm. worried about if people liked me or not. It, it's a terrible way to live, you know. So for you, it was more like you felt the rejection would come easily or you would feel rejected easily and you felt like you needed approval or affirmation yes. from other people, even opinions of people. Yes. And if you didn't get it, then you felt less than or insecure. Yeah. I guess mm -hmm. that's how it manifested was an insecurity. Yeah. Okay. So now how were you able to deal with the hurt and find forgiveness? What happened? Well, let me continue a little bit about that black yes, book please. because I didn't know I had a little black book. I mean, That's even though important. I kept the record, I didn't think anybody else knew. And about 30 years ago, the children were small and I couldn't sleep. And I remember going out to the top of the stairwell and sitting and praying. And I heard the Lord say to me, tear up the little black book in your heart. And I'm like, whoa, how do you know I have a little black book in my heart? And he said, just forgive your parents for all that's happened. And I was obedient uh, that it was still a long process, but I obediently tore it up in my my heart and said, OK, I let it go. Um, God brought me different people along the way to teach me about forgiveness. And of course, it's his word that really shows us that we are commanded to forgive. Yes. And the scriptures, Jesus's words, his own words in um, Matthew 6. Let me see. I have it written down somewhere. Matthew 6, 14 and 15, right after the Lord's prayer, mm -hmm. he clearly states, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive yours. And I went, whoa, who knew that there was a command like that? Yeah, and I wanna interject for a moment because I remember two years ago, the Lord was showing me because I remember too, there was someone that I needed to forgive and it was hard. And it was hard for me because I, I, I was like, Lord, I want to, but I just don't know how. And, and a lot of people struggle with that. 
They want to forgive, but they feel like, how? Like, how do I really, really do it? And the Lord showed me, the Lord showed me that when people don't know him or they don't walk with him, they could say they know him, but if they act differently, they don't. So the Lord showed me when someone doesn't walk according to God's ways, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. And he said, that's how you can forgive them. What did he say on the cross? Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing, right? They don't know what they do. They know not what they do. Yes. Right. And I'm telling you, it, it just flipped for me. I, I, I got it. And I think the key is to, just as you said, realize they don't know what they're doing and drop any expectation that they will treat you differently. That was the key with my mother. When I finally, at age 48 or 46, said, I'm going to love her just the way she is. She's still going to pick on me. She's still going to rethink what I'm doing. And she's always taking offense, but I can love her just the way she is. And that was key, just the way she was. And um, it was wonderful. I love it. I love it. The Lord really did a work in your heart and you turned around and you were, you walked in maturity. You walked in obedience and God honored that. Right. And then that started to bring restoration. That's amazing. Now I know that we're talking about women here, but this applies to men as well, doesn't it? Certainly, you know, sin wrecks havoc in all relationships. And I was, I was thinking that men and women are wounded by how they were parented. You know, it, we all have to be willing and obedient to forgive because that's the only way that we let God cleanse our hearts and restore our peace and use us for his kingdom. I just keep thinking about what you just said, because I thought that is so powerful that God worked in your heart and made it to where it was truly unconditional love for your mom now. It was different. It was unconditional love for her. So in the book, you also talk about, right, how how God fully restored your relationship with your mom. How did this trickle on to you when you had children? Well, you know, when you have freedom, when you have reconciliation, it's so much easier then to not absorb offenses and to forgive quickly. You forgive quickly, move on, and not hold the offense against them. And it takes practice. But guess what? We get to practice every week, sometimes every day, sometimes hourly. And learning to forgive quickly really helps in our church families as well because we step on toes all the time. And we want to be forgiven. So we have to be quick to forgive others. Very good. Very, very good. So, Jessica, what would you say to the person watching right now? Maybe, you know, those who will watch the replay later, um, those who might be listening on a podcast or see this on YouTube at some point. What would you say to the person watching or listening right now who might be dealing with feelings of abandonment or rejection from a parenting wound, a mother wound, a father wound, what would you say to them? You know, it sounds overly simplistic, but I think we have to start with knowing how much God loves us. You know, the love of Christ is what changes us from the inside out. So we have to seek him, obey him, 
and be willing to let him work in our lives. And that's easier said than done. It's a journey. Forgiveness is often a long process, but it starts with a willing heart. And um, the Holy Spirit helps us with that because we can't do it on our own. If we're willing, the Holy Spirit will start that act of forgiveness and help us to let go of these things that in the natural bind us up and create bitterness and remorse and regret, but we can be free of that. So powerful. Excellent. I mean, I love, I love your answers. They're right on. They're absolutely right on. Jessica, it's, boy, this is, it's going pretty quick. Can I ask you to pray for our viewers right now? Because you know what? I think there's a lot of people who are struggling in this area. They don't know what to do. They don't, you know, maybe they want to make things better. And okay, this is what's just hitting my spirit right now. Whoa. Holy Spirit, God is just showing me right now that there's someone watching or even several people watching. They've got issues, strains, strife with their parents, with their mother or, or, or with their father. There's some strife there and they feel like no matter what they do, no matter what they say, it's an argument. You know, they could even come with like nice words and the, the parent will just be like, oh, what do you want? Or, oh, and I'm telling you, there's people that are watching or will be watching that will be saying, yep, that's me. And you don't have to comment and say that, you know, I'm just saying it. you'll know, you know who you are. And but I know that this is going to be helpful for you. What would you say to that person that, you know, they're just they're in that situation and they're no matter what they say, they just. They're, they're dealing with that disapproval, if you will. How did you handle that all those years, you know? It boils down to taking it to the Lord. It's just, you know, it sounds simple, but he knows your heart. He knows so the wickedness. He knows what's causing it. And it's yeah. like we just have to take our hands and cup them and say, Lord, I give this to you. Yeah. I'm willing. Really, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. No. Go ahead. No, because it really can hurt. Yeah. And I know that sometimes, you know, people are just like, and it, oh my gosh, I could get emotional right now just thinking about like that, the hurt of that, yes. you know, where it's like, gosh, can't I do anything right in your sight? And you just go in a room and you're just like, you know, for some people, they just might throw something or just be angry and then cry out, you know, God. And it's true. But, Silence is golden and it's true because if we don't fight back, we give the Lord a chance to fight on our behalf and exactly, convict the person. Exactly, exactly. And his conviction is what can cause change. I have learned that in a big way. I'm just saying Another thing to watch out for is not to build consensus, like share your hurt with your other people, because then all of a sudden, even if you work it out with the person who's offended you, they're all holding bad thoughts yep. and stuff in their heart. So be committed to not sharing it. Not Plus, every time we talk about it, it gets deeper and deeper in our heart. And you're giving life to it. I right? know. You shouldn't. But yeah. I love that. It's so important not to air your dirty laundry to people. Yes. Go to God. Yes. I love your answer. Yes. Go to God. Keep your mouth, zip your lip, go to God. Because uh -huh. he's the one that can help you. I always tell people, don't tell your problems to people who can't help you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Why? You're just going to magnify it. So I, yeah, I love that you said that. Go to God. Sometimes you just got to, you know, just, just. And, and sometimes we just have to say, Father, you see what's happening. Give me your peace. Help me keep my mouth shut. Help me to trust and, you. And remember, too, that he gave us authority over devils. And I talk yes. about this a lot. Yes. You go in another room. If they're, you know, blood relative or it's a spouse, mm -hmm. God sees you as one. Go and repent on their behalf and then cast that devil out. In Jesus' name, here I go. <laughs> you know, and then and then speak life and peace and health to yes. the relationship. Anyway, hey. so can I ask you to just pray for the viewers right now who might be watching who are struggling with this? I would love to. Oh, Father God, please do what you do so well. Touch all who are viewing with your healing power. Where there's unforgiveness, give them the courage to let go of an offense. Where there is regret and remorse, bring reconciliation. Please help each viewer to pursue you and patiently allow your work in their hearts. May each willing heart experience miraculous restoration. In mm -hmm. Jesus' almighty name, amen. Amen. So be it. Jessica. That was absolutely wonderful. And I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to be our special guest tonight. And to you who are watching or listening under the sound of my voice, I highly recommend this book, The Mother Gap. You saw how much awesome information Jessica has. This book, it's a quick read. It's not, you know, it's, it's a paperback. It's a quick read, but boy, is it chock full of gold. There is so much gold in this book. I'm actually going to give it to my daughter-in-law who um, she's expecting. We're, we're having a, having my first grandbaby. So in any event, I, 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 this book, this book is for mothers and that includes grandmothers, right? Anyone yes. who wants to be a mother, mothers, daughters, mothers to be, or anybody who really women, you know, in general, girls, it will help you to become a better mother. You'll know what to do, what not to do. In the book, Jessica covers things like jealousy, desperation, addiction, baggage, woundedness, faith, unconditional love, forgiveness, and so much more. This book, I'm telling you, I'm reading it and I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You'll cry, you'll laugh. It is it's beyond. You can grab it on Amazon. You can also get it on eBay, I understand. Um, you know, wherever you want to get it, but Amazon. And my gosh, this book has 5505 star reviews already. And so I, you know, grab it on Amazon and I understand that it's being used in Bible studies all around the world. So definitely, again, I recommend it if you've got um, a Bible study group, a women's group. It's the perfect book to do a Bible study with. It's called The Mother Gap. I want you to see this cover. Look at that. Gorgeous. <laughs> the child's like, Mommy, I want to come over you. I'll come over to you. So anyway, I just I highly recommend it. Healing a forgiveness really does bring healing. Yeah. Jessica, I want to thank you again for all of your wonderful insight tonight. You are a treasure. You are, you're beautiful, you know, from the inside out and your, um, just your counsel is wonderful. Thank you. So, 
you know, and if people, if you want to get a hold of Jessica, you can go to her website, which is Jessica C. Erico. Um, actually, let me see if I can type it on here. Jessica C. Erico.com. Let me see if that will go. Um, I don't know. Maybe I guess it's not working. Somebody, if you could type, maybe you can type it or you know what? I'll type it in even after the, oh, there you go. It did come up. Yeah. <laughs> so it's jessicacerico.com. You can get in touch with Jessica there. If you want her to speak to your group, she is wonderful. She does ministry. She speaks. She's an author. She's amazing. So again, Jessica, I want to thank you for being our guest tonight. And I want to, you know, ask you to share this out, share this broadcast everywhere you can. Every woman should see this broadcast and every woman should have this book. I promise you, this is a must for every woman's library. The Mother Gap by Jessica Sherry Errico. So again, thank you for watching. Share this out. Let's advance God's kingdom together. And Jessica, again, thank you so much for being thank with you. us. And we love you. We bless you in Jesus name. And thanks for watching The Victorious Life. And I'll see you next time. God bless you. Bless you. Bye. Bye.